I'm James Hahn II, and you're listening to the Oil & Gas This Week podcast brought to you by Red Wing. This is episode 64.5.5 episodes are my opportunity to speak with entrepreneurs, executives, and thought leaders from inside and outside the industry to hear their stories, what inspires their work, what culture drives their company, what innovations they're bringing to the oil field. Our guest today are the reason we have a podcast. Tito Warren, Vice President of Global Sales and Distribution at Red Wing, along with Jim Bailey, Managing Director of the Americas. Jim hails from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and naturally speaks fluent Pittsburghese. He recently joined the company to help oil and gas operators and service companies in the domestic and South American markets leverage Red Wing's platforms for delivering high-quality, head-to-toe PPE when you need them the most, even if it's the same day. Something Red Wing has been doing in the international oil field for over 50 years. Tito Warren has been with Red Wing for over a decade, an avid hunter with outsized passion and a strong entrepreneurial penchant. Tito has been cutting his teeth in international business, quite literally, since he was cutting his teeth. I caught up with Tito and Jim in the second floor of Red Wing's booth at OTC. I was born and raised in Peru. I've lived in South America, North America, Europe, and Africa over, you know, basically the last 30, 40 years. And um, I have had experience working in the mining industry in Africa and consumer products here uh, for market development really overseas, uh, based here in the United States. And then I had the great opportunity to come and work for Red Wing Shoe Company in developing uh, their, their international uh, presence. So that's, that's really what I've done over the last 14 years. Your turn, Jim Bailey. You're on the stand. Well, thank you. <laughs> I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 1980. Uh, I arrived in Houston. Uh, it's 36 years later. Kind of hard to believe I'm still here. As far as the OTC show, it's my seventh year, consecutive seventh year. Uh, the, the show is kind of interesting from my perspective this year because I've never really dealt with people or individuals in South America. And um, we have a, Red Wing has a very large presence in South America and it's been a great opportunity for me to meet individuals, uh, potential customers, some of our distributors that I'll be dealing with over the next few years, and I look forward to the opportunity. Now, Tito, Jim is newer to the team, right? That's right, Jim uh, Jim just came on over the last four weeks. He is our new uh, America's general manager, so he really covers everything we do from Alaska down to Tierra del Fuego and Chile. Uh, in, the, in North America, it's really focused on the oil and gas distribution, yeah, obviously Red Wing has a huge retail presence here as well, but he's really not involved in that. It's really the the business to business side of, of the oil and gas uh, enterprise that we have here in the United States, and then obviously building our 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 distribution partners and our relationships with the end users throughout the Caribbean, South, Central America, and South America. Give us a little bit of your background, Jim. Went to school in Pennsylvania. Uh, came, when I came to Houston, I got a master's uh, in finance, international finance from the uh, University of St. Thomas. I worked with Chevron. Uh, I started several businesses, 
I spent 20-some years as a director with a local bank called Tradition Bank. I had the opportunity in 2010 to engage with a company called Ringer's Gloves. Uh, it provided the opportunity for me to learn uh, a lot uh, regarding the PPE uh, industry. Um, I've always dealt, in, in most of my dealings, it's been related to oil and gas one way or another, even when I was associated with Tradition Bank. Uh, but over the last six years, uh, working with Ringer's Gloves and now working with Red Wing, uh, it gives me the opportunity to use some of my expertise. It gives me the opportunity to uh, use some of my financial skills uh, and planning skills uh, to truly um, provide what I think will be a great difference for the Americas. Uh, we have a very unique opportunity. The one thing that I have uncovered so far is that the majority of people really don't understand the depth of products and services that Red Wing can offer. And it's my job and my responsibility to make sure that that message gets delivered. Now, I know one thing that's really important to you, Tito, is team building, building a really strong team. What did you see in Jim that made you want to go pick him off from where he was? You know, the, there, was a, there was two things that really struck, you know, struck me as, as this is the guy that we need. And you know, one of them, obviously, was, was his presence in leadership. Um, when I worked with the Ringers Glove Company in a lot of our international dealings, we Red Wing uh, supports Ringer um, in a lot of our different hubs around the world. So I had the, the opportunity to have a, a lot of business dealings with Jim. And just, just great leadership, great presence, great vision, um, really able to tie those things together. And the, and the other thing really was the PPE background, really was able to um, focus on being that solution provider and had that, had that mentality, which is really something that we drive throughout our entire organization of be that solution provider to our customer. We're a business partner, we want to be a business partner, and, and Jim really embraced that philosophy. One of the things that anyone can notice about you as soon as you start talking to them is that you're an extremely passionate person. Did you, is that part of your temperament? I know it's part of mine. Or did you learn that somewhere along the way as well? No, you know, I think that, um, that that's something that's just embedded in me from, probably from my family, from my father, my mother, is that, you know, whatever you do, give it 150%, be passionate every day about what you do. And if you're not, if you're not engaged and you're not passionate about it, then find something that you are passionate about because people, people feel that passion. People understand what you're trying to do and, and that passion resonates in, in my actions, in my activities, my leadership throughout my team. And so I, I, want, I want all of my team to have that same passion. What were your parents doing when you were growing up? Oh, that's a, that's a long story. But, um, you know, really it was primarily focused in international business, uh, ranching. Uh, so we, we were in the ranching business in South America. And then when we came back to the United States, uh, my father was involved in a lot of different real estate, ranching, and uh, travel, travel businesses. So I've really spent most of my life in the international arena. 
since since literally since I can remember. Right, right. You you grew up. That's that's all I know. You grew up internationally, yep. which is the opposite of every American. <laughs> yes, it really is. <laughs> right. that, is so, right. that is so true. We we, we know we, we know nothing beyond our borders. <laughs> yep. No, I, I it's funny because I I think I know more about the rest of the world than the country that I live in, and so that's that's always something we joke around the, the house about. You know, it's. I can get lost in Minneapolis, but you can take me to Europe, Africa, Southeast Asia, and I'm I'm absolutely 100% comfortable. Right, no GPS needed. Nope, no GPS needed. But you have a very different story, though, Jim, because you said you went to um, St. Thomas here. I Where did. did you do undergrad? In Pittsburgh? Uh, California, Pennsylvania, small school. I actually went up there to play basketball. Oh, you're a baller. Yeah, well, a little bit. I used to. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, but that was back in that was back in uh, 1976, and this um, Pete Maravich over here. Oh no 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 no! I could shoot, but I had the white man's disease. I couldn't jump. <laughs> I played with some very good athletes. Two of them actually played professional basketball uh, uh, from the University of California, PA. Um, my background is so much different than Tito's background. Uh, he's been all over the world. And uh, very rarely did I ever leave Pennsylvania uh, until I decided to come to Houston. And uh, I think the, the first time I ever got on an airplane was when we went to um, Daytona Beach uh, for spring break. Yeah, typical up north vacation yeah, spot. Yeah, I mean, you, ju- you, you just don't leave that often, right? And my father worked for the Pittsburgh Press, so he was a union person. And he never really made much money. Uh, he always provided well for his family, but we never had the excess, excess funds to do any type of exotic travel or anything like that. It's just, you could go to Kennywood. We could, and we went there many times. <laughs> I did. It was one of my favorite places to go. Yeah. Yes. Well, everybody that listens to the show knows that I'm a huge, huge fan of a YouTube channel called Pittsburgh Dad, and, and I try to be fluent in my Pittsburgh, Pittsburghese. Oh, don't talk to him about football. Yeah, then, so know, if you, you want to get into football, Pittsburgh, we could spend right. about three or four hours here. <laughs> big yeah. Steeler fan. Here. But I, big. But I would. That, that, that's, that's another religion. <laughs> right. it, it, well, from Pittsburgh, it absolutely is. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and I had, actually had a pretty good conversation with Mark and Ralph yesterday as we were throwing names around from, from the olden days, you know, uh, basketball, football from the 1970s and the 1980s. So that was kind of enjoyable. Yeah. Down there. Down there. Yeah. Down there. Yeah. In the house. Uh, in the, yeah, whoosh. Yep. Yeah, can we whoosh the car? Uh-huh. It's, Mom, it's wash the car. Yeah, yeah. so Pittsburgh, it's kind, of in, it's kind of interesting. There's a, Western Pennsylvania has uh, sort of its own language. And there's like 125 to 150 words, depending how deep you want to go that you'll only find those words used within like a 100-mile radius. Yeah. It's truly amazing. Yeah, yeah. The first time I took my wife up there after we got married, she did not understand some. We went to the grocery store a couple of times, and I can remember the one time my mother said, would you please go pick up some jumbo? Well, I knew what jumbo was. We also called that baloney, right? Did so, she go down Giant Eagle? She did. She went to Giant Eagle. Yeah, thank you. Well, you're actually doing, you're doing very well. So I, we went, and I, I knew my wife was going to struggle. She had no idea what it was. 
So we walked the entire supermarket, and I think it was Giant Eagle, to be honest with you. And about 30 minutes later, she looked at me, she said, I am frustrated. She said, the only thing I can figure out, your mom, your mother, mom, mom, mom. wants rubber bands. So I said, okay, you buy those. I went ahead and bought the Jumbo when she was walking around. She had no idea what it was. Absolutely. And for anybody that doesn't know, the Jumbo is? It's baloney. Yeah, it's a, it's a form of lunch mate. Right. Not a very expensive form, but it's a form of lunch mate, right? <laughs> it's something you grow up on when dad works for the press, right? Exactly. All right, so I want to uh, thanks so much for, for going into all of that. I want to definitely move along into the area of what is unique and different about Red Wing. We talk about it every week on the show, and this is our opportunity to really communicate that, that message in this interview because I just, I told you, I think on Monday, I by happenstance ended up in a, in a conversation with a person who does procurement at a very large service company, and she's, oh yeah, we, we get all our boots from there. And I said, oh, you know they do PPE? No. No, and and so, but you've been doing this for a long time in this industry. Yes, yes, we have. It's it's interesting because the the missions, you know, as as I I, I categorize what we do, whether it's inside the United States or outside of the United States, our missions are or have been very different. Outside of the United States, we've really been a much more um, head to toe solution provider, so PPE provider. So we have. Uh, platforms that we've bought, built, um, developed over, you know, probably the last 50 years that have really provided much more than just footwear. So, you know, here in the United States, the Red Wing shoe brand is so well known for the 500 some odd stores, the retail enterprise that we have that service the American worker, you know, in probably 11 or 12 different verticals. Whereas outside of the United States, we've really focused on developing a platform of, of all kinds of solutions really geared for the oil and gas industry. So, you know, if you look at our platforms in Aberdeen, uh, Scotland, or Stavanger, Norway, or Dubai, they have the full kit. And we've been doing that really since the, the mid-60s. So define that word then, platform, for me. What do you mean by platform? You know, the, the platform, when I, I talk about platform, it's, it's really the distribution and total service provider uh, to an end user or a distributor. So we, we have these, these hubs, we call them, um, and they have all the product, customer, ex, customer experience, customer service, uh, full warehousing, delivery, kitting, However, they need to be able to get the, the, the right product to the end user as quickly as possible for whatever application they need. So those hubs are, are completely self-sufficient in that, in that manner. So tying into the conversation around platforms, I want to be able to dig in a little bit as well into the head-to-toe solution because it can be really easy for us to get caught up just like anybody else in America on boots in in steel toes which are amazing not to take anything away from those but can you talk a little bit more about that head to toe solution and what you mean by that it's interesting that you talk about in the united states how you know red wing shoes is such an iconic brand for footwear and so many people specifically in the united states don't realize that we've actually been in the ppe industry for over 50 years 
So we have actually been manufacturing garments for since 1965 and really supplying that to many of the oil and gas end users um, outside of the United States since then. So, Are we, you talking in that case uh, national oil companies and so forth in international drilling companies? That's right. Yes. That's right. We've, we've been kind of that head-to-toe head -to solution provider as the oil and gas industries in the 60s went outside uh, and started drilling in, in all of these you know, countries overseas, then it was one of those opportunities where they they said, hey, you're giving us all of the Red Wing products, can you do this and can you do that? And we really got into providing that full head-to-toe solution. You could you could even make the case where we, we actually sold more PPE garments in the 60s and 70s than we did shoes internationally, which is would be a shock, but it's really, it's important that we revamped the program um, to really adapt to where the market was heading in protection for clothing over the last seven or eight years. So now we've brought that that learning and that that passion and vision for the, the head-to-toe solution provider outside of the United States. We've now migrated that back into the United States. And really that's part of Jim's mission is to educate so many of the key end users here in the United States about we make, Red Wing makes a fantastic head-to-toe uh, garment for environments that are from 40 below zero to 120 degrees. So we, you know, we, we really focus on that, that thermal protection and, and all kinds of uh, very unique ways to, to give them best-in-class products. Head-to-toe solution can sound kind of abstract. I can see it right in front of me right here, so I know exactly what you're talking about. But, Jim, can you talk us through practically what we mean? We're talking hard hat. Hard hat, safety glasses, um, garments, boots, gloves. Um, those would be the, the five major components. We offer all of them. Uh, we manufacture three of the five. I believe that's correct. Um, Tito mentioned briefly the word education. It's critical. Uh, I just, before we came up to visit with you, I just had a conversation with a very good friend of mine that I've known for years. I haven't seen him in, oh, 16, 17 months. And he came by the booth to say hello. And he's with one of the largest companies in the world. And he looked at me and he said, hmm, I didn't know that Red Wing did garments. Right? It's a major opportunity. So part of my responsibility is to make sure that our, our customers throughout North America and South America uh, understand that we have a platform that is truly head to toe. And yes, we make garments. And we believe that our garments are some of the best garments in the world, just like the boots are and we're going to use that to leverage opportunities and provide value to our customers. I've heard in the conversations the word kit often used. Jim, can you talk me through what a kit looks like? Uh, if we're talking a, as far as PPE, right? A kit bag. Yeah, so a kit would be, if, for example, if someone's going offshore, right, they will need to be outfitted. So they need a hard hat, they need safety glasses, the gloves, the garments, and the boots. And Red Wing is in a position to where we can support that, that kit, 
we have the ability to support that model anywhere in the world through the hubs that we have established over the last few years. So these global companies that need to outfit their people, doesn't matter if it's in the middle of the evening, if there's a rush, if there's a disaster, whatever it is, Red Wing provides that platform uh, to put product where it's needed in a timely manner. Yeah, and, I, and just to, to supplement that a little bit, I mean, it is important to note that you know, Red Wing has distribution partners in 110 countries, so while we have these great operational bases in Dubai, Aberdeen, Stavanger, here in Houston, we, we really use that or leverage the hub and spoke distribution approach so that even if somebody needs it tomorrow in a very remote location, chances are probably pretty good that we can we have a local partner, and these partners are long-term partners that can deliver that solution or deliver that need straight away. And that's that's really what we what we've built over the last 50, 60 years. Talk about easy though, it's just you, you got the kit, you open it up and there's everything that you it's need. All there. Right Absolutely. There. It's all there. It's there. It, it's proper kind of, size. Yeah, proper You're size. fitted for it. Absolutely. I mean, one of the, our facility in, uh, in Aberdeen, standard business practice, they will order their kits in the morning for a team going offshore. We will transport that to the helipad and have all of that ready by three o'clock in the afternoon. And that's with their own, their names, their company logos, all size, all fitted, ready to go. That's incredible. Mark and I just took a selfie on a helipad last week because we we're on the. Um, I have to use the word selfie now. I still feel uncomfortable about it, but <laughs> uh, doing the offshore rig tour, of course, rocking my Red Wing bag everywhere I go, and and just to imagine the the complexity of the world that we live in in oil and gas, and how you've managed to streamline all of that. It really it. It's a lot more logistics than my brain is really capable of, so I'm it glad is. that people like y'all are out here to solve mm -hmm. these problems. We give it our best shot, absolutely. And you said you have a finance background. I do. So coming in from the financial aspect, what are some of the dots that you're connecting or possible holes in markets you're seeing that need to be filled, not only in America, but around the world? I'll start with the value proposition. When I, when I look at Red Wing and what Tito just said to reiterate, there's a platform that Red Wing offers that the majority of our competitors or maybe most of our competitors uh, cannot offer today. It's a scalable platform. And when we look at the value proposition, it's about providing global logistics to companies that are in the oil and gas industry that are located in remote remote areas of this globe that are very difficult to, to get to. And with the infrastructure and the support systems that Red Wing has put in place, we can service any place in the globe. Uh, my, uh, my goal in connecting the dots is that Houston is the energy hub of the world. And a lot of the activity that we will actually generate from Houston we will connect the dots with other, other places in the world. It's a great opportunity for us to expand our presence in South America. Uh, we will connect uh, a lot of global opportunities uh, with customers that we do here, uh, do business here locally, and reaching into the Middle East, APAC, Russia, North Sea, wherever it may be. 
Um, so at the end of the day, uh, if you can deliver on the logistics, Red Wing has an unbelievable brand for product. Uh, it's an iconic brand when it comes to shoe wear. Uh, we're in the education process of making sure that everybody understands what this platform can do and actually what is involved in that platform as, as far as the, the typical products that we can offer. So when you, when you add all that up together, I look at it as a comprehensive solution that provides Red Wing with the opportunity to save global customers a lot of money at the end of the day. And by the savings comes, as far as I understand, from not having to source material from 50 different vendors, 100 different vendors. Is that the case? That, that, that would be, that's part of the equation, yes. Okay. But Red Wing, because of its size, uh, can be extremely competitive on price. So we might actually be able to offer products at a lower price. But it's a comprehensive package, right? And the thing that you, you have to take into consideration, in the oil and gas industry, when they need a product, they need the product. It can shut down, it can shut down a rig operation if, if they don't have the proper PPE. So that last, I, I used to refer to it and still do that one, that last mile is so critical to make sure that when product is needed, it's delivered on time. And the platform today supports that. Now you just mentioned price, and I've heard you say more than once that you're not shy to, even downstairs you're talking to, I believe it was the Houston Chronicle, mm -hmm. that we're not always the cheapest. I always like that because I never, I never want my brand to be commoditized. And I like working with brands who understand value mm -hmm. over, over commoditization. So can you talk through that a little bit for us? Absolutely. Red Wing is not a commodity product. You know, you, you get what you pay for. And I think that, you know, anybody working in, in hostile environments um, around the world would say, I can't afford to have a product failure because the, the cost of trying to get a new one or a replacement or the cost, as Jim was saying, in, in something stopping work is, is too great. So really... What we try to do is, is, is focus on that value proposition of we're going to, we're going to overbuild it because that's really what's demanded in the industry that we serve. They've got to have the best products because the, the, there's no tolerance for having it fail. Absolutely no tolerance. So, you, you know, it's not a commodity. It's, it's, it's sometimes not the cheapest, but you know what? I will put my... I will put my brand on it, and that's the best. It's the best product out there, and that's what we're very proud to serve with the platform of, of service that obviously goes with it. I, I think that you can have the best product in the world, but if you don't have the service to back it up, it's marginalized. So we really focus on that customer experience, that solution, that solution solve, being a business partner to that end user so we can really provide the whole value proposition to them in what they buy. When I was walking in, as you were wrapping up your interview with, with the Chronicle, I heard you mentioning about sourcing, thing, uh, sourcing material and goods and so forth from outside the U.S., but it, having them shipped back to the U.S. for quality control, is that right? That's right. So there's a lot of things that we do in our, in our supply chain where whether it's footwear, workwear, um, other types of PPE, we're, we're really rigorous about the materials that we use. And so if, just an example in our footwear, 
some of some of our footwear, the uppers, the upper part of the footwear is made offshore. But in order to really control that, we have and we we tan our own leather. So we will tan the leather in Red Wing, Minnesota, and we will send that offshore to convert that into a a piece of a boot. And then we will bring those pieces back, and we will put those things together in in one of our factories here in the United States. Yeah, and I have a video of the tanning process from your site. It's classic. I, yeah, it's amazing. I, I just took a note here to put it in the show notes so that everybody can can check that out if they if they want to. When you look at at the logistics of of that, Jim, um, does that put you at a competitive disadvantage when it comes to pricing? No, no. When, when you consider the, the, the brand and the reputation behind the brand, you have the ability to present product and solutions, not based on price, but it's based on quality. As Tito was saying, when, when product is being provided in these harsh environments, these individuals, they're relying 100% that the product is going to work and work well. So pricing should really be one of the last issues. My philosophy in doing business in this industry is that you should never really talk about price, all right? There's a, there's a cost and there's a price, and it should be quality. How do I protect the end user at all cost? Because that's what it's all about. And as far as the, if I can add, as far as the tannery, um, that blew me away. So my comment would be, I'm surprised that the boots don't cost five or $600. It's the most amazing process that I've ever seen. I've seen boots made, I've seen gloves made, right? But the tannery process was just, it was overwhelming. Yeah, I forgot to tell y'all, my brother, Jesse, my youngest brother, we shared the same birthday three years apart, so he's my twin somehow. <laughs> and he sent me a picture of his, of his feet a few weeks ago. He said, got me some Red Wings. So I've made one at least that one a sale boy. for you. That a boy. Thank you. I like that. It that starts with the first. It starts with the first, That's you know. Right. Yep. And now, it, it, now he's he's cooking out, or chefing, I should say, out in Denver. So maybe maybe we can get the rest of the the hippies out there. Well, you know, it, it's it's classic because you you always you hear the stories, and, and this is one of the great things that I that I experienced over my time with Red Wing was anywhere in the world I went. He, you know, people would. So, who do you work for? Oh, I work for Red Wing. And out comes a story about their first pair of Red Wing shoes. Oh, my, my father wore Red Wing shoes. You know, I've got this pair on for 12 years, and I'm. Let me tell you the stories behind this pair of shoes. So, it becomes a very personal relationship. You know, the the tie to their gear, right? Their equipment has has been through the grind with them. So, it really becomes part of of their personality, right? And so you get these guys that are, you know, once they become a Red Wing guy or a Red Wing user, hey man, that's that's the only gear I use. And, you know, if they'll look at others and say, well, he's not wearing Red Wing yet, he's probably just not there yet. You know, can you think, can you think of, of, of one example or just anything off top of your head, some random jungle that you were in as the most interesting man in the world that you are? <laughs> 
one of the most <laughs> random places that I've been. Well, been and, and heard one of those Red Wing stories. I'm, I'm, I just the backstory on that. So I'm from East. Uh, I'm from Lansing originally. I went to high school in East Jordan, Michigan, which is northern Michigan. I got to do the. You, you listeners can't see. It's just above your pinky on your left hand. If you walk around here in Minnesota, everywhere in, in the world almost, you'll look down and it'll say EJIW on the manhole covers and the sewer covers. That's East Jordan Ironworks. That's where I come from. Is that okay. right? And, and, and so it's always funny to me the most random things so that the, I'll run into. So the most random story that I, that I have is I actually brought the pair of boots back with me. Um, I, was in, I, had, I was in Siberia. And we were out looking at... A, you got at, back from Siberia. And we actually made it back. And I, I, I ran into a guy that had been over in Siberia for a few years um, working for, for one of the big multinationals. And his, his boots had finally worn out. And he'd had these boots for 10 years. And he was, he was really upset about it because he didn't want to change. And they were, the, the leather part of the boot was still in pretty good shape. So I said, I'll take those back to Red Wing. I'll have them rebottomed, and I'll ship them back to you. And it'll probably take three or four months, and I, you know, I'll do my best to, to get them to you. But once I send them, you know, every, everything else is, is all bets are it, off. All bets are off. But he literally got those boots, and you know, one of those random things. I mean, Siberia. A guy is he doesn't want to part with his boots. We take them all the way back to the U.S. We get them fixed. We send them back. But that's that's part of that Red Wing philosophy of, of every customer is a customer for life. And we're, we're gonna do everything we can to make sure that they're satisfied with everything that they use in our gear. You know, that's, that's just mission critical. Every client, every time, no exceptions, no excuses. Absolutely, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And then from, from your background, how does that, how does your background weave into the culture of Red Wing? Because I know when I start working for a company, it either clicks or it doesn't. Clearly, it's clicked for you. What are some of those more cultural things that that are embedded in Red Wing that that have really th impressed you? I think a lot of it has to do with the culture. When you think about Red Wing and the company that that it is, the things that should come to mind: integrity, honest, honesty, quality, and they breathe it. It's every single day, every individual. Uh, I don't know if it's drinking the Kool-Aid or whatever it is, but there, there, there's, a, there's a common approach within Red Wing, right? We're going to do things the right way, and that's the only way we're going to do it, right? We're going to take care of our people. We're going to take care of our customers. And I spent, I guess a month ago, I, I spent a week up in Red Wing going through called boot camp or whatever it was and for anybody right? that doesn't know red wing is an actual place it is that's right red it wing is. minnesota about one hour from minneapolis right yeah it's a very nice drive right sits on the mississippi i believe right and so you were up there for a week you were i was saying. up there for a week uh learning processes and systems and every individual that i came in contact with and i was in meetings like every hour for four days right it's 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 like dealing with the identical person with a different task or a different responsibility within within Red Wing. Quality people, and you just don't find that in organizations today. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 amazing. I think of good to great in in the whole idea of level five leadership and legacy. And clearly, Red Wing is a legacy brand. 
founded in 19... 1905. 05. I was yeah. going to say 06. I was one year off on my... No, you're good. You're good. 1905. Ni- 1905. And how many employees work for Red Wing today? I'm thinking about 2,300 right now, oh, worldwide. 20, worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. Worldwide. And how, how is the platform coming along in Houston? The, you know, we, um, we built this facility about seven years ago, and we're actually spending the entire day tomorrow looking for a brand new, uh, bigger facility because we've, we've outgrown what we have today. And again, to get ready... And I think this is a this is a, a very important point from the perspective that we're going to continue to invest. I mean, I know that companies today are are pulling back, and 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 you know, there's there's I'm not sure what's going to happen tomorrow. But Red Wing is a is a 115, 16 year old company, and we want to be ready for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So we're taking steps tomorrow to get ready for when the industry turns around. You know, hopefully that's later this year or 2017. But whatever it is, we're going to be ready, uh, and the team will be ready to respond to the to the needs of, of our key end users. I love that approach because Mark and I talk about it all the time. In terms of, you can't be a slave to oil prices and live in in the humdrum woe is me world of oh because it my personal philosophy is that if if you're basing your life off of your your life your career your happiness in a certain sense mm-hmm. on something you can't control and your business essentially on something you can't control which is oil prices you're just fundamentally doing it wrong well and i, I our president is a is a big proponent of that i mean he is he has said repeatedly, you know, Mark Erdahl is, is, our, is a brand new president for us over the last few years, but has been with Red Wing for over 10 years, and he, and he drives that philosophy of focus on what you can control. You know, those are, those are key things for all of us to take and be mindful of, and, you know, as a, as a private company, it's really nice that we have that we have that luxury, luxury yeah. to be able to say we're going to focus on the, the long-term future. You know, we're going to be mindful of the environment that we're in, but we're never going to cut bone or muscle that doesn't allow us to be ready for tomorrow. Right? Always, always be ready. Always, always. Well, I think y'all are probably ready for your next meeting because I know that you've been very patient with me and meeting with me today and so forth. We're going to have your contact information in the show notes, so we'll make sure to do that um, and get all of the videos that we talked about, especially Pittsburgh Dad. Absolutely. There we Please. go. There we go. Especially <laughs> Pittsburgh Dad. It may be an affiliate link to, uh, to the, uh, the, the Art of War. Um, but thank you so much for sitting down. If people wanted to, to reach out to you and get to know more personally or just about the brand in general, where, where do you want to send them? Well, I, I think the best place is redwingshoe.com, and you will obviously see um, all of the videos that are there, the library that you can dig into. You can see all of our products there. But I really encourage people to look at the brand videos because, you know, that, that saying, a, a, a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, I'm telling you, the, the videos are spectacular and really gives you an idea of what we're all about, the culture of Red Wing and, and why we've been around for 
for, for more than a century, you know, and it's, it's, it's really fun to watch. Absolutely. Jim, how about you? Can we put your LinkedIn in the notes? Sure you can. Fantastic. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much, gents. I will let you get to your next meeting. James, well, it's been you. a pleasure. Thank you thank very much. Thank you very much. much, James. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this .5 episode of the Oil & Gas This Week podcast brought to you by Red Wing. You can find the show notes for this episode, which include links to everything we talked about and both Tito and Jim's contact information at triberocket.com forward slash TWRW. You can also leave any comments you have about this episode there, and that's triberocket.com forward slash TWRW. Join us again next week when we talk to Bill Cloth, President and CEO at CUI Global Inc., about how he turned a failing company with over $40 million in debt into a cash flow positive $100 million company. As I was getting to retire and and, uh, planning on using that $2 million as part of my retirement, he came to me in a panic explaining that the people we had invested in were great guys but had no idea how to run a business and that if we didn't get more involved, we would lose my money. Until then, go find some grease, guys. (laughs) 